Welcome back for another episode of the Air Force Lifecycle Management Center's Leadership Blog Podcast. You've heard these words over and over from supervisors and mentors. There's only one person that can manage your career, and that's yourself. The Air Force Lifecycle Management Center Executive Director Kathy Watern said that quote as she explained the opportunities that the Civilian Educational Development, or CDE, portfolio programs offers the federal civilian workforce. This is part three of our discussion about the opportunities being offered in CDE programs. In this episode, Ms. Water met with senior leaders from across the center to talk about their personal experiences with CDE and the role the program plays within different career paths. If you're on the fence about applying for the CDE program, then check out our two previous episodes on the topic. Episode 33 provides an introduction to the CDE program, and episode 34 features a discussion with three CDE alumni where they highlight their unique experiences while participating in the programs. The once-a-year window to apply for the various programs in the CDE portfolio opened January 13th and closes on March 13th. A full list of the centrally managed, centrally funded courses is available on MyPERS, and you can find a link to that information in the show notes. There are differences in the application process between courses. If you're interested in a course, you can get further information from Mike Mathis at michael.mathis.2 at us.af.mil. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L dot M-A-T-H-E-S dot two at U-S dot A-F dot mil. Let's get into the discussion. Hey, good afternoon out there to uh, all of our AFLCMC teammates. And today I wanted to spend a few minutes and uh, bring some of our uh, staff functionals and others and talk about the civilian development education um, opportunities that are out there. Hopefully all of you have seen the messaging that has come from the center. Ms. Young sent a message out over the weekend. And uh, today I wanted uh, just to, uh, the folks to share with you uh, what it means to those in their particular functionals or career field, some of their own experiences. So then I'll um, finish up and give some of my perspective, but I can't think of a better way to take care of your career than through our civilian development education. So with that, uh, I'm gonna turn to Mike Mathis and Mike's going to remind you of the time frame for CDE. We do have a couple of more weeks, uh, so it's not too late to think about this great opportunity. So Mike, over to you. Thank you, ma'am. Um, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak today. Uh, the CDE window for AY22 opened on 13 January and runs through 13 March. Uh, the application timeline actually to submit an application for uh, LCMC personnel for boarded CDE courses is 5 February to get that to your supervisor and for your supervisor to endorse and send the application re for review to the, your functional here at the center as well as endorsement by Ms. Water. And again, that's a deviation from the AFPC timeline. It's a, a very abbreviated or truncated timeline. Uh, we cut about three weeks off of the AFPC process to allow the applications to be reviewed here at the center for those boarded courses that are very competitive, uh, that compete at the, uh, at the set, at the, excuse me, at the uh, uh, Air Force AFPC level with other career fields, uh, very limited number of quotas, uh, very competitive. So we put a really uh, strong uh, review process in place. And again, it, you know, I always like to reemphasize it deviates from the AFPC process. So mm -hmm. if you are considering applying for a boarded CDE program, um, you, will, you will get conflicting information from AFPC and from the center, but please follow the center timelines. For non-boarded courses, 
Uh, the timeline is the same as AFPC's timeline and there is no requirement to send those here to the center for review and explanations on the timeline and the process uh, can be found at the AFLCMC CDE SharePoint site, which we'll have put up here at the end of uh, at the end of this discussion. And you can access that. You can find information on the courses as well as uh, the timeline and really why we have our process. We've, we've seen it uh, through our process. We've been very successful the past four years. We have about a 70% selection rate uh, for our applicants who come through our process for the board of courses. Uh, seven out of 10 are either selected for a, uh, as a primary or an alternate for a course or multiple courses. So it's a very successful process. And what we've been able to do is actually double the amount of time that the endorsers have to review those applications using this process. It, we take a little bit of time out of the uh, applicants uh, timeline, but it works very well because we're able to put the additional time into that review and that endorsement and it really strengthens the, uh, the applications. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Hey, thanks, Mike. And uh, look forward to working with you uh, personally here as we uh, review all our packages uh, in a month or so. So with that, I'm going to go to Chris Leak. Chris is our Senior Functional for Program Management, uh, LCMC AQ. So Chris, over to you. Hey, ma'am. Thanks. Uh, appreciate the opportunity. And I really do uh, support civilian development education. I've participated in it throughout my career. And, and what I found in each course I've taken, it's given me an incredible opportunity to not only assess the development progress I've made, but kind of map out what I need to do for the next stage of my career. Um, and maybe something specific to program managers, our development teams don't do vectoring for individuals. Um, in the program management career field. That's handled through the centers um, and for LCMC, that's through our succession planning process. Mm -hmm. So the CDE applications are an incredible opportunity for each of the, our civilian program managers to have their careers reviewed and get feedback from the Air Force's top SESs. And that's an opportunity we all should take advantage of. Right. So ma'am, right. thanks for the opportunity to come in. Yeah, thanks, Chris, and thanks for supporting our workforce. I'm going to move over to Ms. Kathy Sowers from LCMC FM. Thank you, ma'am. Um, couldn't agree more with what Chris was talking about. Um, I also think CBE is a great opportunity for our folks to take a break, right? We're so busy every day trying to execute our programs, doing our work, focused on, you know, pencils down. Uh, I've taken classes many times and going, wow, this is something I really need to think about. I enjoy having that break and that opportunity to think about something differently, whether it's a leadership topic, whether it's something strategic focused, uh, just another breath of fresh air um, and kind of in a rejuvenation. I know people get stressed. They're like, I don't have time to take this class. I have all this work to do, but it's really important for us to do that. Um, even the short classes, there's a number of them that are just a week long. They're great. I get positive feedback from people who have been, um, even in this environment. Hey, we do a Zoom call. And uh, I had the opportunity to take Eisenhower. It was called ICAF at the time, back in, I'm going to date myself, 1994, 95 timeframe. And the relationships that I built there, the people that I met across the different services, internationals, I still keep in contact with those people. Right. You can reach out and say, you know what, there was an army colonel in my ICAF class that's now a three-star general and I need to talk to her about something. 
So it's also about the relationships that you can build with the people that you meet. So I wholeheartedly support it. I think it's a great opportunity for us and our staff to do that. And for FM, uh, yes, the timelines are different. Jody Pieri sent something out to everyone. So please follow that if you're going to apply for a boarded so we can get it to Ms. Water and for her endorsement. So thank you, ma'am. Thanks, Kathy. Great endorsement. Okay, so I'm gonna move over next uh, is Ms. Sherry Artuso. And Sherry is our Director of Personnel, but she is also here representing all of you that aren't uh, aligned under uh, major functional. She, she takes care of all of our non-functionally aligned. So Sherry, mm -hmm. thoughts from you yep. on this, both from you kind of own this program for us right. in terms of, um, but also to the workforce out there, your thoughts yep. on the opportunities here. Right. Yes. Thanks, ma'am. Yeah. So I think, you know, my role and, and sort of my perspective does come from, from both those angles. So I see uh, the questions, the uh, interaction with the candidates um, who want to be selected, who want to pursue these uh, short courses, the longer courses. There's just something out there for everyone. So I see that energy coming from them, their excitement of, uh, you know, continuing their development. So Mike Mathis is doing a great job uh, mm -hmm. to keep everybody informed, answering questions to help through uh, through this process. So, so I do see uh, that piece of it, but um, really I think when I think about CDE and I look at that from a GS1 through a GS15, there are, there are classes out there, courses that apply to everyone. So from a uh, uh, non-functionally aligned perspective or from the DP community, um, there I, I find them to be uh, no different than courses that would apply to engineers, financial managers, et cetera, because it is uh, personal professional growth. And all of those courses, when you look at them, change and innovation, I think there, I may have, I may not have that exact title, but leading with um, through innovation and change. Look where we are today. Look at the focus that we have on how do we spark creativity, innovation. So really, I just find it beneficial that there, there are courses out there for everyone. So I absolutely... Um, concur with uh, everything that Mike said, please stay tuned for uh, timelines that you have to follow and that engagement, that conversation with you as an employee, with your supervisor, because that supervisor can absolutely help guide uh, you to the right courses. Maybe he or she as your supervisor have been through some of them and can provide you, um, are these courses that you're interested in this cycle the best ones for you and your career. So mm -hmm. it definitely is exciting. And I think just learning and developing uh, in general is just very energizing. It's challenging. So we kind of right. get out of our normal right. uh, thought process and how we manage things. So right. Right. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity right. today. Right. Yeah. Okay, hey, thanks for sharing with us, Sherry. And thanks for your team because uh, we wouldn't get through this without them. So I yeah. appreciate that. Okay, well, we'll move down to Mr. Lanson Conley, and he is our logistics director for the center. And so, uh, Lanson, over to you. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, good day, everyone. Thanks for the opportunity just to, to talk about this. So, you know, from my perspective, uh, when I was selected for a class one time, I was told by a senior leader that, 
that you know you really can't get too much education uh you know our careers um a lot of what we learn on the job carries over to other parts of our lives but ultimately it makes us better for the mission that we have to do so um like the others said these are there's some great opportunities here um, the short courses are, to me, just really wonderful opportunities to meet people from other services and other federal mm -hmm. agencies. Um, and, and then for logisticians, I think what you find in these courses is, number one, um, really logisticians, logistics is the basis for everything we do in the federal government, personal opinion, and that at the heart of it, everybody really wants to be a logistician. And so when you can bring that out of them, you really get a bond there. So I would highly encourage you to um, sign up for one of these classes. Thank you. All righty, LG does make the world go round, right? And this applies to make, get it there. So there you go. All righty, well, well, hey, thanks. All righty, well, hey, thanks. thanks. <laughs> So I'm going to go over to um, Mr. Christopher Eccles, and Christopher is our functional lead for cyber and IT career field. And Christopher, wow, your your career field is out there on the front line of many things across the center. So over to you and your perspective. I know you're one of our biggest fans for development and education. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. And certainly I do appreciate the opportunity to share my thoughts on civilian, civilian development education. I certainly have profited for, from it myself personally, and that's why I continuously encourage others as a way of adding value uh, to what they're currently doing as far as their resume goes. And I, and I just share with them, when you, even if, uh, wherever you're gonna go with your career, just having, just having an opportunity to go to a, a CDE course, again, whether it's a short course or a long course, that what you're gonna gain from that is going to add additional value to to you to you professionally. I think that was one of the things that uh, that Sherry hinted. Uh, I had the opportunity to go in residence both to Air War College and to Eisenhower School. Mm -hmm. So that opportunity to work with military, civilian, contractors, international, and and you're in the same classroom with them, and you get a whole different perspective from where you sat before you came in. You know, our career field, Common Info Career Field Team, there's about 11,000 of us uh, on, on the wow. civilian side. And so being able to sit in a room and get a better understanding of how capabilities are developed and how someone is using it. And, you know, Lanson is right in terms of supply chain management and how, how that definitely does make things happen. But if you don't have an operational network that you're using in order to make make the things happen. I, I think it, it, it's helpful for that. But then, as Ms. Sarris indicated, especially if you go in residence, that is your full-time job. And that, that is just so great to be able to go to school and, and read and learn. And you do meet some, you do meet some wonderful people that, that, you, that you remain in contact with. Right. I know for, for cause, I've already put out the notice and I'm doing something in addition uh, to the boarded. I'm also on the non-boarded. I'm asking my OSFs to also take a look at those write-ups uh, before they go forward, before they're submitted in my vector, even though the supervisor you know, has that opportunity to do that. And that's just to do, again, to make them that much more competitive when it goes to the board. We've all sat on those boards and the last thing you wanna right. see is someone's, you know, someone's resume just because they cut and pasted it, that it, it doesn't have any impact statements in there as to what, what, what they actually do 
on their on their job on a day to day basis, and and that can make a difference between them being selected or non selected. So CDE, SDE, all all wonderful, and I encourage everyone to take advantage of that. Over. Thanks, Christopher. Great words for us. So. Okay, so I'm going to go to uh, our intelligence uh, career field lead, Mr. Gavin Ketchum. And uh, Gavin wasn't able to join us on the video, but you should be able to hear his words. So, uh, Gavin, uh, over to you. Thank you, ma'am. And uh, for the Intel workforce that we have here in LCMC, you know, CDE is a great opportunity for us to to get out from the vault and to meet and greet other people and to engage with our peers that are out there and really be a part of the future. Uh, because, you know, as you're developing yourself and your supervisors engaged with you to become a supervisor or a leader in the future, these courses are, are just so critical. I've had the good fortune as well to have attended quite a few. And, and I kind of take the approach that I look at, at going to CD about every other year. So about a two year cycle so that I can stay refreshed um, what's the new concepts? What are the things that are in the in the field out there uh, of study for supervision and leadership that I can bring back and, and use? Because we've all had good and bad leaders and supervisors through the years, and you take note of that, right? It's all a learning experience. But here's an opportunity now for us as Intel <clears throat> to get outside the Intel career field and learn some more about supervision and leadership and really pay back then for the next generation. Thank you. Alrighty. Hey, thanks, Gavin. Great words there. So, so here, here, here's uh, for everybody out there. You've heard some great perspectives from our senior leaders across the center and why CDE and why now. There's no better time. And you've heard these words over and over from supervisors or mentors. There's only one person that can manage your career, and that's yourself. So that's really what CDE is about. And whether it's the short courses, the one week courses, um, an opportunity to do self-reflection, um, maybe some 360s, these are top-notch short courses put on by um, you know, uh, agencies or uh, academic environments that this is where the uh, top talent in the country goes. So. A lot of these classes are the same classes that our corporate counterparts are taking. So um, I just think the Air Force does a great job in what they offer. So when you think about the short courses and then you move to those that are the longer enduring classes, the 10 month classes, I find those to be the real capstone moments in your career when uh, once you go through one of those programs, I think it prepares you to be uh, tomorrow's leader, the next generation leader. It's just uh, what you get in those 10 months. And if you look at uh, all the information that's out there now, we have bachelor's degree programs, master's degree programs, opportunities to be part of the president's management council, legislative liaison, um, you know, excellence in government where you're with other agencies. I could go on and on what uh, courses are available. But, uh, you know, please take this time. I would love to see LCMC have its highest number of applications ever. That's a goal of mine. And whether it's the boarded or non-boarded, uh, we all, everyone on this um, video call today 
this is one of the most important things that we do to support this process. So um, in this, you'll see a picture come up there. And uh, this is a picture of the Executive Leadership Development Program uh, many, many years ago, too many years ago, really. But uh, I was in that class. That uh, is one of the most competitive ones. And uh, I know we have a lot of applications every year. And uh, if you're not selected, I always highly recommend folks get right back in there. But anyway, just a little bit about this class because I think it really represents what CDE stands for. Uh, this class has been around for a while. It's, uh, I think it started in around 1987. And it's really talking about the mission of the DOD and leadership and team building and all those things that you're supposed to do and not do. So this is a picture of my class. You can figure out who I am in there. And this is where we were able to go spend a week with the Navy in San Diego and immerse with the Navy. And I can tell you, I saw the Army, the Navy, the Air Force like I've never seen before. And everything that I did in that class, uh, we had opportunities to brief the Secretary of Defense and just um, the teammates that I met. I'm still in contact with a lot of those folks as many of the leaders have referenced here. So uh, I think that class, I think about it every day and what I've learned there and the people that I met there. So once again, that's what CDE can do for you. So with that, uh, we'll call it a wrap. If you have any questions between now and when our process closes out, please get with your supervisor, your mentor, or call who I call all the time, Mike Mathis. And, uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing everybody's application because we review every one of these uh, essentially through Mike's office and then ultimately through me and my support for what you're doing. So with that, thanks and uh, look forward to having you in this year's CDE process. Over from here. We hope you've been inspired to explore the opportunities that the Civilian Developmental Education Program has to offer. For more information about CDE and the programs being offered, please visit the MyPERS website. There's a link to it in the show notes. If you haven't already done so, then please consider subscribing to the podcast. And don't forget to follow and like us on our social media platforms. You can find links to all of our feeds in the show notes. For more information on all things Air Force Lifecycle Management Center related, please visit and bookmark our website at www.aflcmc.af.mil. If you have an idea for a future episode on a topic that would interest the Lifecycle Management Center family, shoot us an email at aflcmc.pa.mediateam at us.af.mil. Until next time, stay strong, stay safe, and keep providing what warfighters need when they need it.